Okay. I think. Hello? Hello? <laughs> is this thing on? Is everyone here? How is everyone doing? Okay. Hey, how are you doing? Hey, how are you doing, Bill? All right, Al. I'm ready to open up a bottle of wine. You ready for me? Anna, could you open up this bottle of wine? I want to hear that pop. Ready? It's going to be a good one. Make sure it's right by the... Ready? <gasps> Refreshing. Oh, boy. She's beauty. She's grace. She's Miss United States. <laughs> Here she goes. Let's go for the good old Porsky. I mean... What? what? Don't. <laughs> Don't break the moment. Sorry. I could, so <laughs> I could pour quicker, but I decided not to. You know, that's you. So why is it that I feel that screw top wine is worse than corked wine? I think you think it's cheaper for some reason. But I think it's more, and I think we've talked about this before, but I think it's more um, amazing and more user-friendly. Yeah. So cheers. Cheers, Anna. Cute. That was a nice one. Okay. I don't Ooh. mind it. I don't mind this at all. Okay. What bottle is it? This isn't my job. You're the one who reads the bottle. <laughs> well, then I'll read it. Okay. Give me those. <laughs> Put your grubby hands off of them. This is a Tilia. It is obviously a cab. And it's from Mendoza, Argentina. Oh! Back in 2016. Look the bottle. Okay. <laughs> the end of it says sustainably farmed grapes. So, so it's a sustainable oh. farm. Sustainable grape farm. Okay, so Tilia or Talia, whatever. The last, of course, you have to correct it somehow. You're no, like, I was saying I just you know Talia or Talia. Now I will say, say this is a little bit less ABV than a standard bottle, meaning we're not gonna get drunk. Well, it is nine o'clock at night. Well, this is, but I don't. I'm done. It's twelve point five percent over the like thirteens and above, which we had before. I have a question. Mm -hmm. How do you have less alcohol percentage in a bottle of wine than other bottles? That would be a good reason for me to know where the alcohol comes from when making wine, but I don't know that answer because I don't know what I'm, I'm Googling about. that today. So that's what my going to be my fact. Okay, so everybody, uh, the Tilia Cab is uh, Tilia, the Latin name for linden, which okay. oh is a traditional tree in Mendoza whose flowers are used to make a relaxing herbal tea, enjoyed after a long day's work among the vines and among the weirdos at work. So that's us. Where are the weirdos at work? Oh no. Well, yes, we are, actually. Never mind. I was saying that everybody else is weird, but we're clearly the weirdos. What? Um, the choice of this historic tree to represent our wine reflects a commitment to the traditional way of life in Mendoza, where most farmers bike and walk to work and live with their families near the winery and vineyards. Okay. Yeah. I guess. The Cabernet shows rich currant and ca uh, cassis fruit? Cassis? Cassis. Cussy? <laughs> Cussy. C-A-S-S-I-S. -S. Quit cussy -ing. Oh. It's okay. <laughs> the cassie fruit flavors and aromas with a note of cedar and a long, well-structured finish. This seems um, very dry. Very well-structured. No, take a sip. It feels like a very dry wine. I mean, didn't we go over what words we should use? Um, potent. <laughs> a very crisp red wine. I don't think potent was one of them. Oh, very dry, right? It's got a lot of, um, my mouth isn't saturated with red at wine once I take a sip. Honestly, I feel like I am not trying to be contradictory at all, but I feel like it's kind of wet in the middle of my palate, but it's dry on the side of my Of course you have to disagree with me. This is a wine podcast. We're talking about the wine. <laughs> but I will say like the middle of my tongue is kind of salivating. 
mm, from mm, it. Mm-hmm, mm, sure. Okay. All right. <laughs> this is Molly Allison. Cool story, bro. Fun story of things I looked up. I'm not skipping there early. But wait. Also, better story. It's not better story, but this is our podcast about Because Why Not. <laughs> it's called Because Why Not, and I'm Allison. And I'm Anna. <laughs> Literally, we don't, we always forget to just introduce the whole thing. Yeah, you know, it's fine. Okay. But, Continue on with your story. Um, while I was down on vacation last week, so it's been two weeks since we were when recording. you down under. Nope. Nope. You I said went, down in vacationing. Yep, down south. Oh. So I went to South Carolina, but I was talking to everybody about wine, because we drink about how many bottles did you guys get this year? I think we only got through in four days, like, eight, nine bottles. So it wasn't that much. Five days, eight bottles. We only drink wine, though, in our pre-dinner and then post-dinner time. So you're saying a frame of what? So we'd have, like, two bottles before dinner and maybe one bottle after dinner each night. And we're talking this kind of bottle. Yeah, not a bottle. I know that all the the lowest he bought was like a sixteen dollar bottle of wine, and a lot of the ones bougie. I know he's very bougie. Dean is, but bougie Dean. So when we were there, I was talking about how I really wanted to learn, so I didn't sound so incompetent a lot, and looked up some classes, sommelier classes. How much? Uh, There's one in Arlington Heights coming up in October. How much coin now? It's not going to be good. Do you want to guess how much it is? A sommelier class? Yeah. So, um, hold on. I want to really know what the setup is. So, so is are you getting the, a sommelier to come in and talk to you about wines? So, this is mastersommeliers.org. It's an introductory sommelier course and the exam that goes with it. An exam? So, it's two days. Why do I need an exam? So, you can pass as an, like a, like an introductory or whatever, like a young som, a baby som. I'm like a baby som, like a junior But som. it's at the Cooper's Hawk in Arlington Heights, so right by work. I think Noni went through this. Maybe. Do you want to guess how much it was? 90 bucks. $595. What? Because <laughs> I was like, I should do that. And I looked it up and I was like, fuck, I'm not doing that. $600 to become a sommelier? Uh, go but it's to only the, the introduction. To go to the class what? and take an exam. Yeah. I, I mean, org. so it's like legitimate but that seems a bit aggressive that seems like you and in this picture the booklet that they have is extremely thick that's at least 150 pages of a4 eight eight and a half by 11 you want to know why we our podcast isn't really taken off (laughs) because we (laughs) haven't taken a 600 dollars class and got an exam for it you know what i think we need people who are young like us actually that's not true when i had when we used a song when we were in washington i said i want this idea and he brought out the exact wine that i wanted so, like, I know that it's good to, like, know what you're supposed to have. Like, very shit, like, <laughs> or something, if you really like wine. But none of my friends care that much. So if I pick out, they do trust me to pick out good wines. I would be the worst. <laughs> because my palate goes for, I everything goes. And a lot of people are like, I know how many times you and mom drink a glass of wine and you're like, ugh, it's gross. And I'm like... Fuck that. I drink that any day. I drink all wine. Yeah. I would be the worst sommelier. I will literally, like, I've never sent a bottle back when you test it at the beginning, but, like... I've never sent a bottle I've back. I've wanted to once or twice, but I'm just really... The very British problem of growing up learning that you never complain. Very British problems. You just are like, it's, everything's great. And they're like, no, seriously, do you want me to take it back? And you're like, mm-mm. No, it tastes delicious. I, I I don't need to to change out the orders that you got wrong. You I open don't. an entire th- uh, $50 bottle of wine? No, it 
is great. Thank you. Keep Best it here. Best believe the other day, just a couple of months ago, that I went through the McDonald's drive through and I asked for <laughs> chicken nuggets, and they gave me a fish sandwich. Best believe I didn't go back and get my chicken nuggets. I said, thank you, McDonald's. I'll take that fish sandwich. <laughs> Who the fuck eats fish sandwiches from McDonald's? The Nobody. People on Lent? Catholics on Lent? Cat? I did not know what you just said. And like I Catholics? Got Catholics on Lent. Yeah, they. I think that's what they <laughs> It's a very niche market, Al. It was a very controlled environment that you just spoke out about. But, like, yeah, Catholics but on I think that Lent. They, for a while, had a uh, McDonald's ran a, a thing saying, like, Lent is coming, the fish fillet is back. Isn't that seem a little bit... It's a little pointed. It's a little pointed. Um, also, a little bit... <laughs> just cuts everybody else out. You're not Catholic? Get the fuck out. <laughs> Can I get a fish sandwich? No! What's your religion? <laughs> is that is that the star of is David that... I see on your neck? Get out. <laughs> You're not allowed this fish fillet. <laughs> That's how that goes, right? That's definitely... McDonald's definitely... At a round table was like, this is our promotion. You know what sounds really good and not at all, like... Just very like niche. I'm just. I should stop. Uh, Anna, did doing? you? What did you, you actually right look up? Yeah, I did. Okay, can I see what it is? Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> okay, so I didn't have a thing about a wine fact before I start. We started this thing, um, so I kind of just in the fly on the fly found out. I want to know what the difference between ABV and alcoholic level percentage of wine is. <laughs> Oh, here we go. I thought you were going to find out how, what creates the alcohol in wine. That's kind of what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> and also, you didn't have to explain to us why you looked it up. I think you literally explained Gosh. and figured out the <laughs> Okay, so I, I'm taking a little bit of a turn. Mm-hmm. Turn for the worst, maybe, but wine facts for all my people that want to get drunk off wine. Okay. Here's the wines to not pick because they have the lowest APV. ABV, sparkling wine, like um, Asti, a Prosecco, Mm -hmm. um, rosé, white wine. Can I ask, why do people pretend to get champagne drunk then? People say they get champagne drunk all the time. I'm like, bitch, how? Okay. So like, um, oh, these are, this is totally for me. So a white French Vouvray or a (laughs) Muscadet. Or a German Riesling, because the can American I, Rieslings are fine. Can I read them? Portuguese Vino Verde and Spanish Texacolina. Can I read them now? Spanish Texacolina. Okay, what does that say? What does Spanish say? What does that say? You know what? French Vouvray is correct. I got it. Yep. Check. The, it's Muscadet. You wouldn't pronounce the T on the end. The Riesling, you got right. Oh, wow, Okay. Uh, Portuguese vino. Uh, would you say vino verde? I said vino verde. I think it sounds like a Mexican dish. Whoa, the Spanish. What does that say? <laughs> I think it's zicolina. Wow. Because I think you just do the X as a Z. Anyway, it's fine. White wines, rosé, and sparkling. <laughs> and then lowest. APV. ABV. Throwing it out an APV on this uh, low wine it's, APV. It's APB. APB. You, you put out an APB on somebody for some low ABV. Yes. <laughs> you are going to jail for having under 12.5% oh, APB, hey. bitch. <laughs> okay. Moderately low. Uh-huh. We are really going so low, moderately low, high, 
very high. <laughs> so skip down to the very high. Let's just see where we need to get fucked up. Listen, I don't go in the between. I either go very low Can you or I go very, very high. Can I have the moderately low? Moderately low, yes. Um, sparkling, California sparkling wine, French champagne, or Spanish cava. White wine, again, there's a lot of white wines that are very moderately low. Probably and this is between 12.5 to 13.5%. Those are moderately lows? Yeah. Um, there is some reds, okay. so oh, like the, reds. the French Beaujolais, Beaujolais and Burgundy, French Bordeaux, Italian Chianti, and Spanish Rioja. Yeah. Okay. And look, you did all those perfectly. I'm so multicultural. You're just... No, it's just cultural. Multi- we should admit her for <laughs> reasons of multiculturalism. Multiculturalism. Uh... How's this for a personal essay? Oh, okay. Um, Legally Blonde the Musical. Le- just yes, <laughs> just for reference. If anybody else wanted to know, I was also not with you. Until <laughs> the part that I said that. Okay, let's just go skip right to the very high. I know there's a high in there. We have some, you know, Malbecs in here. We have oh. some cabs. California cab, you know. I'm really so, just enjoying hearing you try and say the words. I just... Very high, Allison, which is 14.5% or more. Okay. Which is, this is what? This is 12 and a half. Okay. So more than 14.5%. We have, do have a, a white French musket de boom, booms de venice. <laughs> can I read? Fortified. Can I, can I read? Get out of here. I'm trying to read these. <laughs> the Portuguese Madeira fortified. What is fortified for? Remember, we already talked about this. It's aged in a whiskey or like a different Ew. alcohol barrel. Or a Spanish sherry. Fortified. Or is it mixed with an alcohol? Huh? I think it's mixed with an alcohol. No? Alright. Uh, and then the reds, California Petite Sarah. I tried to get you to have that. Uh, they have a Petite Sarah at uh, Cooper's Hawk. And you tried it and you liked it. I did? Mm-hmm. Now, now I know I'm going to go get it since it's very high on the APV. <laughs> B. Can you just read the <laughs> California Zinfandel Italian Amarone and a Portuguese Port Fortified. Can I read the... Look at the whites, because I think the red was pretty consistent for <laughs> they me. Were, they were good. The whites fucking was not on point. So, okay. Well, that's that word is balm. That's what I that, said. No. That's what I said. Balm de Venice. That's, that's what I said. Thank you. <laughs> that's what I said. Balms. And you would call... Yeah. And then the Madeira. Yeah? Madula ablangata is the devil. Um, okay. Good. And all these were really good. Wow, I did not know that those... A lot of those, so California grapes are what Cooper's Hawk comes from. And those are the ones that are the most bougie. So when I want to go ahead and get really drunk, I just go to Cooper's Hawk and drink their wine. I really, really, really think it'd be so fun for like, it wouldn't be the really most fun for my bachelorette party that I don't even have planned. No man. (laughs) No man. No man. Yet. No food. We got no food, no jobs. Our pet's heads are falling off. Anyway. (laughs) um, pet. Heads are falling off. In Dumb and Dumber, when <laughs> the people that rob the house, they, yeah. like, break Bunny. the head off the bird. And he goes, <laughs> we got no food, we got no jobs, our pet's heads are falling off. Sorry. Anyway. Um, I think it'd be so fun to do a, maybe a girls' weekend in one country in Napa. Mm. I want to do that for a long time. And Sonoma. Mm-hmm. Yes, because they're literally within an hour of each other. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Yeah. We could always even do the ha- second half of the bachelorette party in San Fran. 
What, I have two bachelor parties? I'm going to have one in Vegas, and then I'm going to hop in my private jet, and let's go to Napa. I was saying if we do, like, four days, two of the days could be up in... That seems a little aggressive. We did a five-day bachelorette party with Grace. Yeah, but we stayed in one place. It's not like I'm saying... You know that San Fran is, like, close to... Yeah, but I didn't like San Fran. Okay. This is your hypothetical bachelorette. Unpopular, (laughs) no man again, but... Unpopular belief, I didn't really like San Francisco. It seemed like a lot of druggies were there. Like, what you would turn on one street, bunch of bougie people, and they're like, mm, San Francisco. And then, literally, what's the full house house? It was like, bougie and nice. You turned on one street, and it's like a guy seizing from trucks and stuff <laughs> like that. I go, get me out of here. You heard Kaysen got his laptop stolen from his car. He went to, he parked his car in front of the full house house. Walked up the street to take a picture of it, came back, and his laptop had been stolen out of the back seat of his car. I'm not, like, breaking, like, what, the ten, window? Yeah, ten, ten, maybe ten minute tops. Breaking the window. <laughs> yes. That makes me want to segue into what happened to me. We already talked about how you had your car broken into. We did, because I'm still not over it. <laughs> but today you got $250, oh, $2,500. Yeah, people just really like to fuck with me. I have $2,500 that just got stolen from my my credit card, and I don't know what happened. Your, no, it was your checking account. My checking account. So we're really on an all-time <laughs> high. Um, that's where we're at. It's fine. Oh Everything's fine. Take it till you make it. <laughs> Can I also segue back to the question I had, whether screw top or cork was better, or if screw top made wine worse than cork? We got really off topic, but yes, you can. And I didn't realize, when I think of screw top, I think it's really poor, like cheap wine. I don't But apparently there's an argument whether screw top or cork is better. I feel like we've talked about this, though. Science has shown that there's a reason for that. Okay. Is the cork, so it's from um, the wine enthusiast, uh, uh, the university, so Allison, so Oxford University conducted an experiment to see which is better. Researchers at the university will use brain scanning technology to monitor participants' brain pleasure receptor- receptors as they sip wine, as well as measure the sound, aromas, and sensations that are associated with, associated with opening a bottle of wine. So your brain has a hold over your taste buds. And what you think is better is going to determine whether you like the wine or not. Like with, It's kind of like you saying, I'm going to hate it, I'm going to hate it, I'm going to hate it. Like trying S-car Like this go, is going to be shit. And then hating it because your mind is telling you you're going to hate it. I just, I, I think it's so weird that that our brains are like, this is not going to be good. Isn't it so crazy how your brain, like, can make you move your arm? Like, you don't move your arm. Your brain makes you move your arm. Whoa, bro. <laughs> Man, that's, that's crazy. But unlike sometimes when I say, hey, legs, move, and then they don't. But think about it. Your body, maybe in its in its um, unconscious state, when it's sleep, when you're sleeping, still your, your mind is still processing So, like, things. when I'm sleeping and my leg just shoots out of the bed? Yeah. Yeah. But what are you talking about? Like the same thing happens when you're you think your body can do all these things and you try and walk correctly and your leg just goes no, yeah, that's so weird. The body, man, and the mind. The body and the mind. It's, <coughs> it's it's very crazy. It's very crazy. I just let's transition, Allison, yeah. to um, what we have been googling because I haven't seen we haven't had a podcast in two weeks, and I feel like I've been looking at some things. Would you like to go first? 
I would. Thank you so much for asking. <laughs> oh my god. That's so kind of you. But I, what I will say before, while you're looking it up, Bab said that when she was listening to, as this podcast has come along, yeah. progressively she can tell you're more and more fed up with living in the city. So when I told her, you're moving out on Friday and you're moving into the suburbs, she goes, not surprising. You could definitely tell she was getting more fed up with everything that was happening down yeah, there. Yeah, surprise, I'm moving. Operating. <laughs> I am moving this weekend to an apartment in the Burbs because I've realized, try everything once. Yep. But you're going to hate some things that you try. And I think that was one. You know, it's just like this podcast. Try every wine. You might hate some. But you're going to try it and you're going to say you did. Yes. Mm -hmm. Which is great. I feel like we have to go back. We've been crutched on uh, champagne and cab. We need to start branching out again. It's not a crutch if you like it. (laughs) It's not a crutch. I'm pretty certain that's just just a little crush. Okay. A little crutch. A little crutch. <laughs> Not like a faint. Okay. Okay. So, a couple things here. You know, I'll start it simple. There's this thing that I really want to try because everyone was freaking out about it. Um, a, a while ago, they took, Taco Bell took off nacho fries off their menu. Mm-hmm. And they just brought them back. And people are literally dying over nacho fries. The Super Bowl was the first time that they announced they were coming back with Josh Duhamel. And everyone was like, oh, a new Josh Duhamel movie. And it was him being like, what are they hiding? And it was the nacho fries. Have you tried them before? No. Can that we sounds try them? disgusting. No, seriously, people are freaking out about nacho fries. They don't look good. Or they just look like normal fries with cheese. But I'm here for it. They just So it's just cheese dip and fries. Listen. Don't knock it till you try it. Okay. Literally, don't do that. So, I mean, I'm supposed to be starting my cleanse as of tomorrow. I do well, the, but also, he didn't tell me this. He said it's a two-week cleanse, but it's a two, it's a one-week prep before the two-week cleanse. So this week, I'm supposed to be taking out gluten, eggs, wait, dairy. I'm sorry. You have a two-week prep before. One-week prep one before week. a two-week cleanse. So what is the prep and then what is the cleanse? I know you're the starting to The prep is it. getting, he said, I want you to get into eating the right foods. Taking out the things that you're not supposed to be having. You're not allowed to eat eggs? Nope. No caffeine, no black tea, no coffee. That's bullshit. Yep, so. Why would you not eat, why would you not allow, be allowed to have coffee or eggs? Because caffeine's a drug, so it's trying to detox your body from that shit. Why no eggs? Uh, I can't remember why, but he just sent me a list of the generals and said we'd go into it more, but to try and... And gluten. And I was like, listen, I'm not going to be one of those bitches that take out gluten when I don't have to take out gluten. Although my doctor did say, I want you to try a gluten-free diet. And I was like, <laughs> peace, bitch, no. Everyone just wants to get rid of gluten. Like, what did they do to you? What did gluten do to you? It's just that it's a fancy way of saying I'm going bread-free. Yes. Don't eat bread. But they had to put a scientific term behind it. Like, it's, I'm gluten-free. It's, it's the gluten. Someone just be real with me and just say, I'm bread-free. Can you just be an unreal human <laughs> being and say, be like bread free since 93 you know yeah i mean i'm not going to be that ever but i mean for these two weeks if it's gonna help drop a lot of the stuff that i've added on he goes you so technically from these numbers you have 26.7 pounds of body fat that you could drop off that's a little bitchy of excess and i was like oh he's like but don't worry you'll never get down to losing all 26.7 because then you wouldn't be a real like you would just have nothing on you and i was like okay he's like so you could lose 10 i was like oh so he said lose 10 pounds. Yeah. Hmm. So it's fine. It's now fine. that's not bad. It's fine. 10 pounds isn't bad. I'm fine. I do that every day. <laughs> Look at me. I am the epi- the, um, the 
epitome. Epitome of good <laughs> of good health. Okay. You said epi, epi. I was like epicenter. No. Um, <laughs> I am the epipen. Not that either. So like I was going through my epis and I didn't get it until you helped me. What was the word? Epitome. Epitome. Um, um, Anna, what if you looked up on your phone? I already gave you one, but I'll give you another one. Um, oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Let's tell the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, my kitchen in my new apartment, P.S., buying it by myself, living alone, because I'm a badass bitch grown up. A boss ass bitch. I'm a boss ass bitch. Bitch. Okay. Um, my kitchen um, is going to be Coca Cola themed. Ooh. And I'm super excited about it. Yeah, and you're getting, are you, have you been looking up a bunch of Coca-Cola stuff well, to buy? Well, I was on Amazon a couple days ago buying, like, a Cheers thing. Um, you Wait, know. are you adding all that in there, too? Uh, no. Um, I See, was a lot of the ideas. things I saw in there were contradictory to what, outside of that wine uh, corkscrew thing you could put in your living room, because you know you're going to put the wine in the living room. The wine the corkscrew thing. So you saw what was in the cart? It's my account. You um, want my prime shipping <laughs> And you it's, wanted to come to my house. So. It's mine. Well, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's kind of like using myself as well. So. so I feel like there's going to be, the only problem I think is going wrong is I think there's, hi Farley, I think there's a lot of red in my apartment right now. Yeah, Living you have a theme. room, kitchen, everything's red. Yeah, but you have, not, nothing's too overwhelming. It's a lot of red. Well, it's going to be cream and red. What's wrong with that? That means you have a consistent house. You shouldn't be theming every single room. What are you trying to do? A clown house? I'm trying to like have like a. It's supposed aesthetic. to be. Co- I want an aesthetic. The aesthetic is cohesiveness. Um. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> okay. My question is: Do I get another couch or a little love? Mm, like a, a little. Uh, like a, I think you should get a little. Uh, little love seat. This. Yes. This. Uh, what's it called? Taking it. Oh, this is my podcast chair. You're not taking my chair. You literally have a Game of Thrones podcast chair. Yeah, you sit on you sit on a three person couch, and I have a what is, is that it? a fat joke? <laughs> is yes. that a fat joke? It is. I am the epitome of good health. Get off my dick. What is this? It's called a. It's a really. It's like a lazy boy. It's a no. It's a one person seat. What's it called? A love seat. No, that's a two person seat. It's called a. Couch. It's called a. It's called a scouch. It's called a scouch. <laughs> That's what it's called. I am in the market for some scouches. Hey, do you have any scouches here? <laughs> I'm just really feeling it's gonna work in my head. <laughs> um, so other things I was looking at is like I um, I'm really taking control over this podcast, and you're not telling. You're anything. on. You're on your part. Yeah, it's my bit. Get off of it. Okay. Wow, it rhymed. Anyway, sorry. I have a lot of thoughts. Um. But our friend might be giving me her dog. Mm-hmm. You'll be adopting her. Her, her it's like a mutt. He's named a, she's Marley. A, she's a mutt. Let's not put her out. Her name out there. You already did. I didn't say the name of the not, friend, but it's okay. Let's. It's, it just, but you literally did the name, so you know. Either way, I'm very excited. I really am excited for you to have an animal protecting your house. You'll be nice and safe in there, and we don't have to worry about anything ever again. Okay. You're last thing it. I last thing I want to bring up that I looked at, um, listening to the My Favorite Murder podcast, I didn't realize until now that the Dingo Ate My Baby phrase is an actual story. I never knew that. <laughs> is that something everyone knew? 
Yeah, I think so. No, I feel like maybe a lot of people just thought it was funny and didn't really, like, think about the backstory to it. But, yeah, I mean, I knew it was a real thing. I thought people just, that was something they said because it was... You could um, easily do the Australian accent. Right, your baby type thing. Yeah, but it's really sad, actually. And didn't know as well, Dingo meant dog. It's a dog. It's a wild dog. It's a yes. specific kind of dog. I was picturing a, like a, a flamingo. Oh no. oh, no. You didn't know what a dingo was. A dingo? I was like, flamingo. Dingoes are super dangerous. Dingo, flamingo. You saw where my head was at. There was, um, like, there were two kids walking home from school once, and uh, they were walking, like... Don't scare me. Oh, like, it was, like, a 10-year-old and a 7-year-old, and a dingo came out and grabbed the 7-year-old and drug him into the woods, and the 10-year-old ran home, and they never found the other What brother. the fuck, Al? Why would you or tell there me was, that? They found this one, but... Is this the one where, like, they were camping? This is the dingo at your baby. They were they camping. They were camping, and then the dingo came in and grabbed the baby by the head and pulled the baby into the woods? Yes. Mm-hmm. Why do you have, like, a stock full of stories about this? Because dingoes are interesting. They're, like, not cute, but they're, like, cute. Isn't that... It's like a wolf, but in Australia. Sure. Right? Yeah, but much smaller. Dingoes are not big. I know. I just thought a dingo was a flamingo. <laughs> and I'm very mind-boggled that this I'm is an so actual happy. story. So you thought it was, like, funny because a flamingo ate a baby, but it's a yes. dingo, like a dog, a wild dog. Exactly. <laughs> Did not connect these things. That's why you would feel bad for my, for feel bad for me, not for the family. <laughs> feel bad for me that I thought it was a flamingo and a funny <laughs> phrase, and actually it's a rabid dog that eats kids. You know what? <laughs> feel bad for me. Okay? Case closed. And I feel so bad for you. I know. So, <laughs> it's, everyone pity me. It's fine. So you want to know something I looked up? Yeah. I was trying to write Raylene her birthday card. Yeah. And so it's like a birthday going away card. So you were like Googling ideas? No. So I was saying like, it, the card said, you saw it. Um, if you ever leave me, I die. Jeez, Al. Or at least I'd stop eating for a day or two. That's what the card said? Yeah. So then, and it opens inside blank. And I was like, this is great. So I wrote, so basically what I'm telling me is that my life is in your hands and you better not screw it up. That was the opening line to her birthday card. Oh, and then on the other side I wrote, happy guilt trip day. Wow. Um, and then I said, and then so I started to get sad because I know she likes, I mean, clearly I made her cry by just telling her that I look up to her, so Lord. Um, I wrote, no matter, and I was like, no matter, I was like, there's a phrase that says no matter, but then I realized that I was singing of a song, like, no matter what they tell us, it's fine. It's from a musical. It's fine. But, so I was like, you know, I bet there's a phrase that includes no matter what. So I googled no matter what and googled it. Yes. What are the responses? No, the responses are, um, to the best friend you don't, I don't see every day, no matter what distance will never, and I was like, oh, no, no, no. And then I was like, long distance relationship quotes you will ever need, no matter the distance I will always be with you. I was like, ew. So then it just brought up a lot of things where it got way too sentimental and I hated everything. Can I ask, if what? go back to the search engine bar right now. Yeah. Search engine, full on new screen. Just type in no matter what and don't hit enter. What auto populates in Google? No matter what, the song by Ryan Stevenson. Okay, what else? No matter what I do, Nelly lyrics. <laughs> no matter what by Bad Finger and no matter what, Future. By Future. So it's all songs. So it's all 
songs. No. Damn. Yeah. Pick me, uh, give me a random, give me a random couple words and I will put in Google the answer. If I could just. Wait. Okay, here we go. Let's try. If I could just hold you again. Ew. See you tonight. Um, why are they all not? Yeah, it's not as fun anymore unless you're on a computer. You have oh, to be on a computer just... for this. How about this? My life is U-S-S-A. My life used to be great. Oh, jeez. My life is in your hands. Oh. Stop. All right. Well, that was a big flop to do ski. Floppy do. Only other thing I've Googled recently. Uh, how to clean Converse correctly. From why? Because I had white Converse and like all my other Converse, I love to have them be dirty because it's like what they are, you know? Yeah. But with white ones, if they get dirty, it looks just gross. Mm-hmm. So I put them in the washer. Did how they to come out were good? Nothing changed. So then I looked up things and I can use, I should be using like, um, I should be using like baking soda. And making it into a paste and scrubbing it with like a toothbrush. Listen, that's or a toothpaste. lot. Of, that's yeah. a lot to do. Use a powder cleaner to c- clean up the converse. It's nothing that's that weird. So I mean, I just realized I didn't know what exactly I needed to do because I've never washed my shoes before. I understand they're fifty buck dollar shoes, fifty dollar shoes, but okay, I said fifty buck dollar. But I feel like scrubbing your shoe with a toothbrush seems a little bit aggressive mm. and not really something I'm here for. Seems a little meticulous like I'm not like yeah. I'm not that ex- obsessed with my shoes. Swerve. Yeah. Swerve. Again, how so this wine we've now finished our first glass. Yes. Thoughts. I dig it. It's coming off a little bit more cup brassy feeling at the bottom of the glass to me. I have a question. Yeah. So, I'm going to be getting my new apartment. Mm-hmm. Everybody, everyone knows this already, but um, I'm the kind of person that's never been, this is going to sound like I'm an alcoholic, <laughs> so it sound like I'm a total, total alcoholic, but I've never been someone that like just keeps like a roster of wine and beer in my fridge. Mm-hmm. It's always something I drink in the moment and then I'm, I have to go buy new. Yeah, you're not longevity thinking with your wines. Right. So... Do I need, when I move in, like, after a couple weeks, just buy, like, ten bottles of wine and then just circulate so there's always wine in the house or what? You're allowed to take that wine thing there. So you should have six, but that should always be full. That okay. should, so six bottles at always consistent. Yep. We don't use it as much now that we have that that uh, thing upstairs. Yeah. Our entertainment center has wine holding in the middle. Right. So that is cute, and you should use that, and then it'll go with the browns because it's a brown brass. Yes. That's brown? Mm, yeah. Okay. So so always consistently. Yeah, it just keep, makes it look classier. You look like a grown-up. You to know. have six bottles of wine. Okay, stop saying the number, but just to have bottles of wine. Because six, cause <laughs> six. Ten. So, cause, so I should have six bottles of wine at all time. Six? I'm just like, or just like, you could, do, um, you could do five, two on the sides, and then three on the bottom. Were you ever someone that had consistently bought, well, you never lived alone? No, I never lived alone. I could never. I'm kidding. I could, but I'm just, I wouldn't or have not. Hopefully I will never have to. Jeez. 
Wow, this got really real real quick. Anyways, all right. Um, all right. I'm so excited for you to see the place. I'm very excited to help you move in on Saturday. You're all not invited, but to the housewarming party. Some of you might be. Seriously, there's no plans right now for the housewarming <laughs> party, but there will be. It's right now is to get into the house. Yes. And get out of the city. Yes. And get out of my dreams and into get, my cart. When that song came on the other day, I was so happy and no one knew who we was. It was at the Arlington Horse Race Track. Get out of my dreams and into my, my car. Get into my car. Okay, Anna, would you like to hear a nose story? Mm-hmm. So I heard about this when I was down in Charleston. Okay. And Wait, is this like automatic in Charleston? Mm-hmm. It did not happen in Charleston, but it's sound it's a so it's a story from Florida. Okay, obviously. Uh, and it happened at the beginning of or end of July. Okay. Oh no, it was August first. Great. Okay. So Arrests made in viral video that shows man carrying, abusing an alligator during a beer run. A man carrying and abusing an alligator. An alligator. So, in Jacksonville, Florida, 7.30 p.m. August 1st, a Jacksonville, Florida man seen in a viral video carrying an alligator under his arm during a beer run has been arrested along with a second man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What's the beer run? Like, he's running with a beer, or he's going to pick up beer from a grocery store? So, the video, if you guys haven't seen it, it's amazing. It's this guy with, like, he's clearly just drunk out of his mind. Holding a full-on alligator? It's, a, it's a, like a baby alligator got into his truck somehow. Holy shit. He got out of his truck, saw the alligator in the back, picked it up, taped its mouth shut, ran into the convenience store with it tucked under his arm and was like running through the hallways and stuff like that. And in ran the convenience into, store? Ran into the back, picked up a bottle, a case of beer, paid for the beer, and went out. Literally, they were interviewing the guy, and he goes, yeah, I assume I'm going to get arrested or something like that because I wasn't very stupid, but I don't remember any of it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Still paid for the beer, so the, guy, the cashier's like, I guess I'll take your money? I think, well, they clo- they they canceled, they, like, they stopped the video before I saw him pay for it, but that wasn't what he was being arrested for. He was being arrested for carrying an alligator into the uh, convenience store. Was it harm towards the alligator or bringing think, yeah. a, a bad animal into a, a safe environment? I think, so it's a, so it's a legal, so... The suspects, Robbie Stratton and Kevin Scott Keene, are charged with the illegal possession of an American alligator, illegal exhibition of a dangerous wildlife, and cruelty to animals. Um, oh, and cruelty to animals. So, yeah. I'm sorry. I, and this is going to get a lot of flack, but who thinks <laughs> abuse to a freaking alligator is bad? Like, what are alligators good for? They keep the ecosystem alive in the, in the rivers. They're psycho. They help monitor the ecosystem. No, they're gross. And they, all they do is eat poor animals that don't have a chance. They eat little babies in Florida. You know what? I'm 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 pro guy. So you're saying so you're saying sharks are disgusting too? We don't see eye to eye on this. I don't <laughs> like sharks. I think they're stupid. You would be if you got into any ocean, then fish would be hitting your ankle every time you stepped in the water if there were no sharks. I won't get that far in the ocean ever. <laughs> no, I'm talking about on the in like knee deep water. No, fish will be. There are whales. There are whales for that. They have no. big mouths. Whales eat krill and thin patients. Whales eat krill. They don't eat fish. Sharks don't eat. They do eat fish, but they eat more bodies than fish. They. That's a hundred percent inaccurate. I don't like sharks. I don't like crocodiles. I don't give a crap what you think. Just don't get in the water. I don't like dingoes. <laughs> now that I know what they are, don't like so dingoes. Should you go out of the house? Top three: dingo, 
shark, and crocodile slash alligator. Oh. Oh. I'm not here for them. Okay? I'm not here for it. So if he wants to run in the convenience store, pick up a, a case of beer, I'm here for it. So what happened? <laughs> I'm getting a little triggered. <laughs> uh, you, have yeah. a little, you have a little dimple right now on your cheek. Something you always have had? You've never noticed my dimple? No. So he had a weed eater in his hand, looked what? over. So, oh, so he was working, Junk. and the alligator had a weed eater. He was carrying the guy's weed eater. Wait, I'm sorry. What? What happened? I was working and he came up to me and I dove on his blank or expletive. Uh, yeah. So he wasn't drunk. The video takes a disturbing turn when another man appears to step on the animal. Oh. Step on the alligator? Yeah, and then hold it in the air and shouts, Florida State, baby. Florida State, baby. Proud of him. Gators. Gators. Florida State. Okay. Yeah, so, well, either way, I'm going to let you watch this video off screen, but this guy was just like, yeah, I'm pretty certain I'm going to get arrested. <laughs> so he wasn't drunk, he was working? Or was no, he, he drunk no, and he was, he was drunk. Working. He Well, he had gotten them earlier when he was doing that, and then he got drunk, then took the alligator with him on the beer run. Right. Well, listen, at the end <laughs> of the day, I'm, I don't, I have opinions. You have opinions. Everyone's entitled. Everyone has their opinions. You know, opinions are like butts. Some of them stink. <laughs> oh my gosh. Cheers. That was classic. And uh, That was good. The ones that do are yours. Not from what you told me at the gym. So, <laughs> was this too sad? Or should I give you a different story? You have two. Well, I looked up a different thing. You are bang bang. Double tap. Well, all I looked up was that I had saw, seen an, um, I had seen an article from Lad Bible. Oh no, you know Lad, and uh, the guy who wrote the article was Charlie Coxedge. And so you were instantly intrigued. I was like, "Yep, here we go." People who put up Christmas decorations earlier are happier, according to science. Which hell to the yes. Um, what is earlier? Like right after Thanksgiving, like we do? Well, this is a British site. So, they don't have that option. So, British people just have to make a decision. Residents are friendlier to each other. Um, when they celebrate Christmas? Yeah, they're more welcoming to neighbors. The study showed that the absence of Christmas decorations... Um, when Christmas decorations were present, raiders actually attributed greater sociability to the non-sociable residents, citing a more open appearance to their basis of judgment. Excuse me? All I'm saying is that I'm ready for Christmas already. I'm ready for I just fall. realized that four months from now is Christmas. Oh my god. Yeah, like today I go, it's eight, eight, eight. Holy shit, we have four months till Christmas? By now I have like half the presents picked out. I have zero this year. Oh shit, what do I do? Yeah, so, um, you know, it's, it, it's, it's not good. <sighs> but before we talk about that or even think about that and let the the fear you know sink in yeah crippling fear um i'm gonna ask you some questions okay okay i'm gonna sip my wine what is the funniest name you have actually heard used in the real world funniest name mm -hmm. i think gertrude's always funny for me to hear but you haven't actually heard someone. i have heard that you've heard someone be mm -hmm. named for gertrude yeah oh no no Mr. Turner in high school had a roommate whose girlfriend's name was Gwendy. Gwendy? Gwendy. 
she was Gwendolyn. Her name was Gwendy. She used to steal their tubs of peanut butter. Amazing. And hide, and then hide under the and then hide like the you know that's such hide a- it in like the uh, underneath cabinet of the bathroom or under the beds and she would just eat it all. That's such a Gwendy thing to do. <laughs> so like Gwendy. Mr. Turner would go home and make a PB and J when he was in college and he'd be like, "The fuck is a peanut butter?" And uh, Gwendy had stolen it. <laughs> Gwendy sounds like Grundy and mm-hmm. sounds like a scary movie. Like Miss Grundy off from of Gwendy. Riverdale. Yes. What is this? Uh, Wait, what's the funniest name you've ever heard? I really think it has to be Shweetha Shweetha. <laughs> Shweetha Shweetha. Shweetha Shweetha. We had a, we had a, um, a, um, internet sensation named Shweetha Shweetha. Not an internet sensation. It was a co-worker. An inner office sensation, um, sensation named yeah. Shweetha Shweetha. <laughs> Spelled first name and last name. The exact same. And, um, <laughs> the best thing about it is you can't find her anywhere. Better thing about it, I don't know if it's male or female. Okay, so in 40 years, what mm. will people be nostalgic for? Um, maybe walking. Jeez, Al. Because I feel like people are going to be using a lot more transportation that allows them to be... Well, you know what? Just going outside into, like, nature reserves. They'll be nostalgic. Oh, remember when we used to go to the park? The outdoor park? And I bet it'll be all inside from then. You know, it really just hit, hit me right in the, the noggin, and I'm very, like, holy crap. Okay. In 40 years, people are going to be nostalgic of Beyonce. Yeah, they're going to be, like, about Diana Ross is going to be Beyonce. Whitney Houston is going to be Beyonce. Whitney Houston's already, people already miss her. Exactly. In 40 years, Beyonce will be done making music. They'll be like, oh, the good old Beyonce days. She was such a... a queen B was queen. queen. Back in 2010. Except for we'll be saying that and our kids will be like, Mom, you're too old. Stop talking about Beyonce. What kind of music do you think it's going to be in 40 years? It, it just recycles. It's so crazy. And I, I, I never even think about that. Like, when you're 70, what's, what's the world going to be like? Does your brain hurt? No, because I think it's going to keep music... This is going to be the exact same. You're I think gonna it's going to have some electronic. You're going to have some regular mm-hmm. guitars. I think it's going to be all electronic. It's pretty much there now, Anna. Yeah. I'm saying it. as in, but you'll have some of those people that not won't change. Wow. Um, with the nostalgia piece, I saw an art, like a tweet. Somebody tweeted out saying, um, Facebook should have, I, I think it was Facebook. It's like, Facebook should have a feature where you can put up your favorite song that you're listening to right now on your page so when people come to your page... MySpace. You... They can see what you, like, are into. And somebody tweeted back, oh my god, we're at the point when people don't know what my... The kids aren't don't know what MySpace is anymore. Oh no. And do you realize that when you were doing MySpace, you learned how to code a little bit? Yes. I, I saw, like, a meme about that or something. Well, me and Ray were talking about it and you were there. Oh, okay. We are talking about how, like, I, like, mini-coded... My format of my page. We're all just getting dumber. I just, I don't know how my 15-year-old self knew how to code shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I agree. I missed the good old MySpace days. I was a little bit more, like, upset about MySpace or more conflicted because mom wouldn't let me have one. So it was all about being a rebellious um kid and having a MySpace. Same with Facebook. You made up a fake college email so you could get a Facebook. 
when you were in high school and I, you were a freshman and you got a Facebook and I was like, I think I'm, I started Facebook in 2007 when I was like literally a sophomore. Yeah. Cause I was like, I'm just going to wait till I get an actual thing so I can be a real legitimate Facebook user. And uh, you were like, I'm doing my own Facebook. And I was like, you're 15. Stop. I really need to drudge up the old, like, like very, very, very colorful filtered photos I took. Time hop. When it says 10 years, I'm like, oh. But it was before. Nope. It was the MySpace. I want to I wanna pull up my old MySpace and see the conversations Have I you had. ever done that? I don't even know what emails attached to it at this point. I only had one email at that point, so. So you could go, if you wanted to, you could go back and see what you talk about. But I wouldn't know what my password is and I can't access that email anymore. Good. Wonky chair? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, awesome. 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 If animals could talk, which would be the rudest? The rudest? The badger. They always seem angry and slow and kind of grumpy. So not that, they aren't the, oh, rude. Okay, yeah. Yeah. They'd be like, Ugh, get away from me. Farley. <laughs> Farley would be such an asshole in real life. No, he wouldn't be. He yes, he would. Me. If he could talk, he'd be such an a-hole, especially when he's talking to me and Adam. What other dog, what other animal would you say? Uh, cat. Oh, yeah. Biggest asshole would be a cat. If you were home on a rainy Sunday afternoon, what movie would you most want to see on TV, to stumble upon on TV? Oh, I would love a good rom-com. Yeah. If it's rain, I I am a pro. I am a fan of rom coms, mm-hmm. like ones you haven't seen in a while too. Like, I just saw that. Like I said, Hulu had um, um, Pretty Woman on, and I was so happy. My heart was so content. Mm-hmm. And oh, just I don't know. A good rom com is what I'd be so happy. Same for. here. I'm here for that. Oh, yes, rom coms. Right. What's another question? I'm excited. Okay. Okay. Do you agree so though? Oh, 100%. I would never watch a, like a sad movie, but it asked for a specific movie and you didn't give me the answer. I said Pretty Woman and it got me excited. There you go. I'd watch um, probably You've Got Mail again because it just is such a happy, uh, cute, rom- like a little con- like rom- romantic movie. One I really want to watch right now, I think, is um, 10 Things I Hate About You be a good one or how oh yeah a, how to lose a guy in 10 days but also oh, a good one. no because i can't take the angst of that part i need a simple night 10 things one. i hate about you for sure she's all that just recently watched it so i'm not like with freddie prince jr yeah i think it's on netflix um if you could pick one fast food chain to close due to disgusting food what would you pick Fucking Long John Silver. Long John Silver. Who is keeping you alive? I've never seen anybody walk in there before. Who is keeping them afloat? <laughs> Get it? Because oh, it's geez. a boat. <laughs> Sorry, that was so funny, Anna. <laughs> but honestly, Long John Silver is the only thing I can think of choosing to close. What? Uh, second is Taco Bell. It's, a lot of people will hate you for that. I don't give a shit. Eat, I just told. I also just promoted them saying I want the taco fries, so or nacho fries. Damn it! So get off my dick. <laughs> What's the next question? Uh, if you could be a member of any TV sitcom family, which would it be? Sitcom family. I mean, how about just any sitcom troupe? Because I'd be, I'd be like Parks and Rec. I'd want to be a part of that group. I would want to be a part of um, 
I met, how I met your mother team. Really? Yeah. Ugh, I feel like I'd want to slap Ted every couple minutes. I don't know. I just really, I, I would love, like, the fact that they're bar, that it's the bar they all hang out at. I think it'd be fun. I do like the closeness of that friendship group. Yeah. Friends is too, in, like, they Friends are. is too uh, PG. True. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Look a little, a little bit of a flare. I love, oh, nope, I changed my mind. I'd love to be a part of Younger, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love that show. Just underrated. So underrated. If they cancel because they don't have enough ratings, I will come out there personally and talk to every single one of you that has to listen to it, and I will say, what the hell is your problem? Sutton Foster deserves to be on TV. Listen, Sutton Foster and Hilary Duff, hashtag save Hilary Duff because it's amazing that she's back and killing it. Literally watch the show. It's so funny. I think I've cried to the point of laughter, to the point, <gasps> new girl. I'd also like to be part of new girl. Yeah. Wow, I am on a trip. Okay, what's the next question? Uh, if, would you leave your hometown forever, never go back, or stay in your hometown forever and never leave? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So the options are leave hometown, never go back, mm -hmm. or stay in hometown and never leave. Yep. I have some questions. Okay. Can I take vacations away? No, I said never leave. But you can never go back. So. I'd never go back. I think I'd never go back as well, but I'd. I would just find a really cool place and say. This is my new hometown. <laughs> move here and. Or come visit me. I, I would never not leave the whole freaking state, the city of Peoria. Yeah. I, yeah. Who knows? Another one? Um, couple more? What's the stupidest thing you've ever done on your own free will? Got drunk and sat in a dog cage. <laughs> what? Just the night I really wasted in sophomore year of high school. I got drunk and said, this is a smart decision. <laughs> Crawled in into a into a dog cage, sat there, laid there actually. Then I think I also wanted to fall in between a couch and a wall just to see what it felt like, and just sat there for like <laughs> twenty seconds, up to a minute probably. The things you do when you're drunk that you just decide to do on your own is it your free will though? That was totally. It. Would you say that alcohol is not my free will then? Oh, because it's inhibited. It's it's a. Uh... It's messing up your brain. The dumbest thing I've ever done at my own free will, not drunk. <laughs> I can't think of anything not drunk. Mm, can't think of anything that's not involved that. Um, I would say... I would say... I don't know. I think we should just say free will does not include drunkenness. Okay. So, or it does include drunkenness. Cause yeah, would the dumbest thing be that just like because you you forget things over time, but like, I think the dumbest thing I've ever did is my fear of being staying here on my own, and so I thought what would protect me is putting a um, huge knife, I know a vacuum cleaner <laughs> on like by your door, and I would stop an intruder. Mm -hmm. Is that can maybe the dumbest thing? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like this. Vacuum cleaner helps me sleep at night because it's by a door and it's it's saving me.
you know? It'll just wake you up so that you're crippled by fear more when the person's entering the If room. someone's breaking in, I would rather... I'm cool with causing as much loudness because that makes me wake up so I'm prepared to stab them. Because you also have a knife in your room. Yes. It's going to be the creepiest thing in my apartment when people stop over. I'll be like, I just want to come hang out. And there's a knife right by my bed. I'll be like, <laughs> don't ask questions. <laughs> I can't sleep at night. Hi. How are you? I have crippling fear. It's fine. That was a good way to end it. So, um, this has been good. Yeah. You start getting tired. It's 10.15. I think I've gotten, like, I think I've gotten better since my thyroid got out. That I'm a lot more awake at night. I stayed up until midnight last night and I feel I'm great. working out and I just feel super, super tired. Super tired because of it, I think. Why are you with me? Okay. Should we go upstairs and hang out? You're going to fall asleep in 10 seconds if we go upstairs. No, it's fine. Okay. Anyways. Well, um, it's been nice. It's been fun. Holy shit, I'm pasty white. (laughs) Oh my gosh, look at my leg. And it's also a little hairy. You're a little white. Oh my god. This is the the whitest I've ever been in the summer. It's fine. All right, well, everyone, it's been fun. Is it Pasty white girl's leaving you. and uh, Pasty white girl, peacing out. <laughs> and super tan girl is just... Get out of my face, Allison, okay? Just because you're tanner than me doesn't mean you're better than me. Do you finish want any more wine? No, finish it all off. Doing it. Didn't have to ask me twice. All righty. Lick that bottle, and uh, good night, everybody. Bye.